This presentation is from UX Australia 2016, held in Melbourne. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au. Great stuff. So yeah, without further ado, over to Greta, who's going to talk through the consequence of good design. Over to you. Thanks. So hello again, UX Australia. Um, firstly, I'd like to say I'm very much a toddler in the UX world, but I'm loving it. And um, secondly, I'm sorry, but not sorry for my talk. It's all based on my opinion. So... <laughs> So I'm Greta Jensen. I'm now the UX, UI, CX and End User Acceptance Department for Orica. And uh, I've got a quick and unusual story that I'll tell you about. So I've been a UX designer all my life. I've problem solved my way through many awkward situations like homelessness and starvation, poverty, gypsy life, living on the road. I've had an abusive alcoholic um, for a partner, the mining industry. I've had death threats for being a woman in mining and single motherhood, which is by far the hardest challenge of all. So I was working long hours doing blowjobs, um, you know, <laughs> blowing things up, <laughs> and juggling single motherhood. I accepted a role to operate prototype explosive trucks. And the control system interfaces being developed at the time solved the engineers' problems beautifully, but not the end users. And I had a better idea, but who would listen to a truck driver? So I drew up the concepts on paper and I did not stop pushing, no matter what. I fiercely stuck to my intuition to make the, the experience delightful for our operators. And without knowing anything about anything at the time, I developed and designed a series of control systems using correct UX methodologies. And I've found my thing and it, it doesn't get better than this. So my journey has not been easy at all. I've had, to problem, I've had to learn to survive in a male-dominated corporate world, which is harder, I think, than the male-dominated mining pit. And hardest of all has been learning to communicate with my arch enemy, which is the computer. <laughs> so I've accepted technology late in life, and I have to face the fact that I have computer dyslexia. And this makes it much harder for me to efficiently operate websites or apps, much like half of Australia's population. So this causes plenty of interface rage, followed by a state of deflated, angry helplessness. So it should be easier for us, the somewhat technically inept. I know that now as a designer that there's really nothing wrong with us, but perhaps something not quite right with design. We just need to be considered to people like me and my fellow interface ragers. So a while ago I became a single woman into this new digital age. Eventually, I thought I could use this technology to help locate a decent man. And, <laughs> yeah, I know. And I ended up with a couple of stalkers and a number of random dick pics. Like, <laughs> what is with that? When did it become okay to do that? <laughs> no, I don't get it. So communication rules have changed, for the better or for the worse. So the meaning of privacy has definitely changed. Language has changed, trust has changed, and the delicate art of interactive communication is being lost. In its place is a whole new set of confusing online communication rules and boundaries that are not always, being, that are not always working. People and their expectations have certainly changed too. The explosion of technology has provided us with some incredible improvements to life. By far, it is the greatest invention on Earth. But with this comes some significant consequences. Social media, it's a sensational design. Mass connectivity, 
Society has rapidly adapted to this new world with a suite of confusing ways to communicate and survive within it. It appears soon that it will be difficult to survive without it, and some don't survive. So I heard of a teenager, an avid Facebooker. She posted a comment and she accidentally added the laughing crying face instead of just the crying face. And this mistake changed the perceived context of her words completely. In no time, a tornado of hatred poured in on her. She lost her job, she was stalked, she was assaulted, her life was threatened, her family were threatened and they had to move in a hurry. She quickly became withdrawn and suicidal. Their lives were altered irretrievably because of a single mistaken emoji, but of course it wasn't the emoji. The explosion, the explosion of this awesome product has had some consequences that no one saw coming. Social forms of bullying are so commonplace now through society. Trolling, phishing, cyberbullying, dick picking, sexual invasion, trust invasion. 50% of kids were bullied online last year, but this is out of control. So I had daughters entering their teens when this awesome product arrived. I had been nearly, it has been nearly impossible task navigating them through their teenage years with serious social media addictions. Bullying, taking and posting inappropriate photos, skipping school to stay online, it goes on and on. What would mum know about keeping them safe online? I was, after all, the enemy. The smartphone is so well designed. You can get online so easily, tucked away in your bedroom. It's just as easy to find someone to have an affair with or a local anti-societal group or harass someone or find the perfect cocktail of over-the-counter medication that can end your life. And my daughter found that recipe, but she's, she's okay now. But thank you, technology. So mass connectivity has changed us all and the world has been altered. And this new platform has given rise to flourishing trust predators with their phishing scams, email viruses, overpayment scams, or someone just will pinch your identity. Trust has transitioned into a questionable emptiness we can no longer rely on. It used to be a standard of, of course you can trust me. Now it's a falseness. Of course you can't trust me. If you do, you are the one to blame. And of course, at lunchtime, I just found out that the hotel I booked online, <laughs> through hoteling.com, it's actually, they've stolen my money. I don't have a hotel booking. They took it. I, so that was good. I wonder these days how seniors are really managing. With so many services online now, it must be a challenge for the elderly. You see some trying to embrace the change because they are forced to, but mostly they are in a helpless, deflated state of interface rage occasionally burnt by the online scammers who know how the trusting elderly can be. So it's challenging enough for me with my computer dyslexia. What opportunity is there for anyone worse than me? Companies are becoming online and fortified, difficult to enter if it's not on their terms. To, while trying to find help, I'm often told the same thing. It's easy, you just go online to our website and blah, blah, blah. And I know for sure it's not easy, and there's no way around it either. As the world rapidly evolves, the interface rages are left to miserably limp along. And how did it all happen and who is responsible? It is us. We are the world changers. There are not many industries capable of this, but we are. And honestly, we're doing a really great job in a madly flourishing industry. We're given the opportunity to create the most perfect experiences and solve all of those problems and provide delightful solutions with our technology and creativity. 
And then the highest level of deliciousness is achieved and devoured by the masses and the world changes again and we changed it. We should never stop innovating, disrupting and designing. But during this, while we are dreaming about its greatness, perhaps we can put some thought toward the potential consequences of those fabulous designs. Be aware of what might happen if, if it works as perfectly as we envision it to. How will the new thing change the world and what flow-on effects could this create? Be considerate of the masses and the anti-personas and their ways to transform your designs into unforeseen consequences. So what about the people that you don't usually intend to design for? The anti-persona. For example, your anti-persona could include their inclination for trolling. Or maybe they have a gambling addiction or they're hiding depression behind a perfect facade. They might be a regular dick picker. How about just someone who can't keep up? What happens when these people interact with your design? Look, I'm the same. I, go, I charge along creating wonderful new ways to get a person to blow things up. And you know how much I love doing this. But a while ago, I got to thinking about the consequences of these designs. Design changes operators, and the operators of the future will now be very different. It used to be the operator was the interface controlling the truck, and now they operate a truck interface that controls them. And we can fix this. We can, us, as user experience designers, we can help guide humanity to better places through design. I'm hoping to drive change as well with two apps. Yep the most computer illiterate UX designer in the world has started an app development company. And I can tell you it's the biggest challenge yet. I have two communication apps, all of us and two of us. And two of us is currently in development with the first Android version due by the end of this year. They are designed to help maintain positive connection and communication with a pinch of cheekiness. But I really need some help, UX Australia. My intention is great, but my knowledge is not. I want to use these apps to help everyone communicate better with the people that matter most to them in the world. Testing has been great, and even the interface ragers love it. Well, thank you very much for listening to my rambling. If you can offer any assistance, I would be very grateful. Perhaps you could review the prototype or put me in touch with people far smarter than me, or you might know a, you might have a spare philanthropologist. There are um, some lists at the back of the room that you can leave your name on, or you can email me or phone me or um, slack me if that's a thing. I don't know if it is. <laughs> you can, uh, <laughs> you can t tweet me, but I'm still trying to puzzle Twitter out. <laughs> or just find any way to get in contact. I'd be very, very grateful. Thank you. Great. We hope you enjoyed this presentation from UX Australia 2016. For more presentations from this and other conferences, please visit uxaustralia.com.au.